0: Uh, this is episode 25 and uh, this is my guest I, I don't want to mess up your name so Lauren Pappas yeah
1: Lauren Pappas but you know actually I think you pronounce it Papas in Greek if you're Greek or if you're Spanish you usually say Pappas but I say Pappas I Americanize it <laughs> so Lauren Pappas fit DJ okay well,
0: so tell me a little bit about you because you're kind of a uh, Like you do so many things, it's really interesting.
1: Yeah, I do. So I am a DJ, I'm a professional disc jockey, and I'm also a fitness model and a personal trainer. And my passion is sharing my passions with other people. And um, from a young age, both music and fitness played a huge part in my development and just a huge part in who I am today. So I just want to share that with people
0: so how did you get into i guess djing or i don't actually know what djing is because it's like now it's like all electronic and you click Mm -hmm. buttons and yeah have those uh turntables anymore really much
1: yeah it's definitely changed over the years but um with technology but I, i actually still dj on turntables i don't use records um I do have records. They look like records, but all of my music is actually on my computer in this program called Serato. So it's, um, it's kind of like real actual DJing. It is actual DJing. All of it is, but, um, there's, they've just developed different ways to make it easier for people to do it and easier for people to be mobile. And you know, the bottom line is, um, not one right there's not one right way to do it. Um, there are some old school people that might argue, like, "Hey, it's only real DJing if you have actual records." And um, but you know, I mean, I can still do all the same scratches and tricks and you know, mixing that I would uh, you would do if you if it was the 1970 and you didn't have this new technology. So,
0: so what type of music do you like? Kind of uh, put together, I guess. Is it all types or?
1: Yeah. So I call myself an open format DJ. If you know who DJ AM is, um, he died, God rest his soul, but he was one of the best DJs ever to walk on this planet. And he kind of developed open format DJing, which is, you know, he'd mix like a Dash Punk song with a Journey song with a, um, you know, Pitbull song. So it's kind of bringing all these different genres together and different genres from different decades. And that's my musical knowledge. That's what I grew up with was music from all different decades. And so I'm able to share my like musical knowledge with the rest of the world. And it stimulated me so much music at a young age that um, I don't, I don't know, it's just been, it's like second nature to me. Like I can't go a day without listening to music. It enhances my workout and enhances everything that I do driving in the car, you know, going to dinner. I love music.
0: What what made you get like what was like the first kind of musicians or maybe artists that you kind of like f- where you fell in love with, like the, the art and the music and then started going into that?
1: Yeah, well, um, one of my first memories is being in the car with my family and singing along to the Beatles. So definitely the Beatles and any sort of classic rock played a huge part in my life. I thought it was so cool, and I always wanted to, you know, live when my parents were were teenagers, which was in the 1960s and the 1950s. I just thought that was, like, such a cool era. So every time I listened to that music from that era, I felt like I was transport- transporting myself back in time, almost like being in a time machine. So different feelings from different decades give us different different, you know, different feelings um so yeah i i remember the first time i heard electronic music um i think i was in like fourth grade it was a a daft punk song um back when they did a group called stardust i believe and i was like what is this i've never heard electronic music in my life and i was like what is this this is the coolest thing I've ever heard. And then it turned into like me listening to fat boy slim and the chemical brothers and, um, Paul Oakenfold. And I, I was like, wow, like I love classic rock, but I also love electronic music. And then uh, also having older brothers and sisters who were teenagers in the early nineties, I started to love, um, alternative rock, like Nirvana Pearl jam and, um, stone temple pilots. And so, yeah, like all these different artists I have appreciation for and there's not one one genre that I sort of like over the other more. Um it's it's all beautiful to me. Even country, I don't DJ country, but I have an appreciation. Mm.
0: Would you ever try to mix any of that together with anything else that you Why why do you stay away from country? That's always a question I have for most DJs.
1: Well, I guess that was a little bit of a of a bluff because I did DJ a country music wedding (laughs) this past summer Mm. so that was cool because then I got to I spent an entire week just studying country music and current and old stuff I do like old school country like I like classic country like Johnny Cash and Dolly Parton and Kenny Loggins and people like that but yeah it's not my it's not something that I have a lot of knowledge about, and that I've spent a lot of time researching, or that I grew up with. It's very unnatural to me, country. I don't connect with it like I do with other genres of music. But like, I don't really like deep tech either. Like, I don't connect with that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I like a lot of different kinds of music, but there's a couple ones that I don't like.
0: You, you mentioned Johnny Cash. I don't consider him country. He's more like this weird, strange rap kind of like it's country rap I guess uh, cuz the way he yeah. it just doesn't it doesn't make like if you listen to like you know George Strait or someone like that and you compare him to Johnny Cash they're just so different and I, I yeah. always I always find that interesting
1: Yeah you're right about that actually a lot of times when I listen to certain songs certain country songs they do remind me of rap and they are sort of saying the same things as rap songs <laughs> just in a in maybe in a more subtle way and with less curse words less vulgarities but still they're saying the same kind of stuff they're talking about you know partying and chicks and getting drunk and getting laid and they yeah. just say it in a different way
0: yeah but i feel like that's all the country is is tractors uh
1: yeah, tractors.
0: They always say talk about tractors, and they talk about you know the girlfriend breaking up, and then they talk about you know living on the farm and stuff like that. And it's never yeah. it's never anything different. No. <laughs> and I, and it, I'm like, okay. Over right
1: and over again, just with a different person telling the story.
0: But I also like you know instrumental stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, have you do you do anything with that? And you know, anything involved with DJing, just instrumental without any when speaking or anything like that, is that?
1: Yeah, um, I do a little bit of that. Like sometimes I'll get into house sets where there'll be songs Mm -hmm. that have no lyrics. And for a while I stayed away from that because I was like, I love lyrics. Like that's why a big part of why I like songs is because I love the storytelling behind it. And because they'll say a certain word and it makes you feel a certain emotion, it makes you feel sexy or it makes you feel like a badass or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, I, I pretty much steer away from instrumental sets, but every once in a while, I'll get into them once I do house and and sometimes I'll forget, hey, there's no lyrics, but this these beats are rocking, you know, I'll get into it.
0: And you have so many, like, one-hit wonders, like, like uh, you know, there's not really many people that stay into that type of music or stay in. you know, keep yeah. making stuff. So it's always like, oh, do you remember that? Oh, that one song? Yeah. It's like, I can't remember it because it was only that one song they did and that's the rest of the album. You don't hear anything about like, oh, this was a great song. But you just have like one or two that they like, I really like. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think like with songs, it's just, it's amazing. If, If you get a hit, you're lucky. If it resonates with people, it might resonate with you, but you let people hear it and they're like, I'm not getting down to this. You know, it's, it's um, pretty much a miracle. It's a really special occasion when you have a song that people like, and then turns into a hit and to be able to do that, you know, no, you know, tons of times, dozens of times is very hard, but you have people like, you know, the Beatles that did it or Elvis or Pitbull. Like I love Pitbull. He's awesome. I think he's amazing. And, uh, you know, Timbaland, like, Produces the best songs every song that he produces turns into a hit and he, he's just incredible. He just has something magical in him um, So yeah, I, I love that. I love music. Love talking about it. Talk about it for days <laughs> uh,
0: uh, What about like, m- you know Multiple languages and you know music in other languages and transitioning because mm-hmm. my my family was really into you know, Selena Have you heard of her? Oh yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. 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 She was like the you know the biggest thing like my mom would not stop listening to selena i remember yeah hours and hours of the same song over and over and different songs of hers and it was always like oh okay so who's this person oh she speaks both languages and she's she's kind of transcending the kind of you know type of music that was that has never been done before so
1: yeah yeah, it is interesting. Selena's Selena is amazing and um I do like to, you know, every once in a while I'll just listen to a station on my Spotify of different songs, different popular artists from all around the world. And when I went to Italy, um one of my favorite things was just turning on the radio and just listening to what was popular at that time in Italy and it was so cool. I discovered so many amazing artists and songs that I was like Wow. Like I, you know, you, you get caught in your own little world and your own, you know, your local station. And I was from Philadelphia and that's what I would listen to. But even if you go to Houston, they're jamming to different songs than they are on, you know, on the East coast or to the West coast, to the Midwest, um, let alone all the different cities around the world. So, um, I love every once in a while, just, you know, getting into that. I love Indian music. Um, it's so beautiful, anything with a Middle Eastern beat, I totally dig, when I went to Greece, I loved the songs that were playing there, and like, it was just so cool, it just goes on and on, how many amazing songs are out there that we haven't discovered, that hasn't even touched ears yet, or artists out there that, you know, live in a log cabin in like, I don't know, Montana, <laughs> and they're you know, they don't want to be famous, but they're making this beautiful music. So I grew up with my dad playing music every day He's a musician. He plays guitar. He's self-taught. He sings, you know, he plays all these different instruments. And so I was always surrounded by music. And every time I go home, he's still jamming and I love it.
0: So all, all these, like, do you like to incorporate that type of music into your mixes or is it mostly uh kind of Americanized or English? Is that
1: um I would say most of the mixes that I've done so far are more, you know, American um pop songs. Mm -hmm. But I'm not opposed to doing, you know, branching out and and trying different things. But uh mostly like my audience, that's I kind of you know, I just put put up a post the other day and was like hey, guys, I want to make a mix, you know, to thank you guys for following me and for your support. And so, but all the songs that they request are mostly, you know, hip hop and pop and, you know, but just stuff that's on the radio here in America. So.
0: So that, like, uh, I got to ask you this because, you know, top five artists right now, I need to know. Oh,
1: the top five artists currently?
0: that, That you feel that are. You know the best
1: um god that's a, that's a tough one um i mean i think that beyonce is always mm. she's just she's at the top of her game she has been for years i don't know if she'll ever not be at the top of her game but beyonce always inspires me so personally i'd always put beyonce on that list uh-huh. um I think Rihanna is is awesome. Just like everything that she comes out with, I love that she does like some reggae and that she, you know, has songs that are more like clubby and you know she she does songs that are like bluesy and R and B. Like I admire her diversity when it comes to that. Um, I also think like Flow and Pitbull. I kind of pair them together because they remind me of each other, but. Again, I just always think that they're coming out with hits that are classic, that are things that I would listen to for the rest of my life. Like Mm. the song My House by Flo Rida. I love that song. It's so cute. They put it on the WWE. That's a great song. So I love those guys. Everything that they come out with, I'm pretty much like, you know, I'm locked in. Um, And I think John Legend is so brilliant and Beautiful and thoughtful with everything that he does. So uh, Those guys they're always on my radar they're, There's you know other artists that are emerging right now that are probably hot, but for me personally, it's like th- Those are those are my faves. Yeah
0: And you, you mentioned the WWE I always find their entrances and all their music and stuff like all oh, that's some of them even make their own songs Which I was like why who like it's yeah. him singing Like, you know, John Cena, uh, there's a few others that do their own music and you're like, is that him? You know, doing it? Yeah,
1: I think that's so awesome. I love the WWE. I'm a big fan. Um, they put on the best shows. I just went to a show like a couple months ago when they were in LA at the Staples Center and got to go backstage. It was really exciting, but they put on the most spectacular shows it's insane Mm -hmm. and the fact that they're on the road all the time and and yeah they integrate it with the music beautifully and um yeah john cena i think who who was that that he did did those tracks with i forget um but you know i just thought that was awesome like he took a chance and he decided to do the rapping and he did a really good job and now everybody's you know (laughs) james his songs and um yeah that's that's one of my favorite parts of it they do whoever picks out the music for them does a really good job it's fun yeah,
0: yeah i find that good. it's so it's so good but i feel like you know my top five are i don't know it's very strange because i always change them i'm like oh i can't this one has to be here because you know i think he's the best and then oh uh, this you know best rapper for me has to be eminem uh you know i like ellie golden is uh and you know, there's a few more, but like you know, I can't get rid of the Beatles because I love the Beatles as well. Yeah. Listen, thousands of hours of listening to them is just. um I mean, like, there's so many artists, it's hard to tell. But then, I want to look for something new all the time, so it's like trying to find something that no one's ever heard or like you know, it's not that well known. And then, you, you it's really difficult because it's like you're digging and digging and digging, and then you're like, oh, I found something, and then you know. You have to yeah. Drink again.
1: Yeah. Totally. I mean, I uh, I have to agree with you on Eminem. I think he is one of the most brilliant rappers of all time. Uh, he inspires me so much because mm-hmm. there's so much passion in every word that he says, and just. God, he's so fast and his, you know, his lyrics, his rhymes are so brilliant. They're a work of art. So, you know, there's people out there that are like, oh, rappers are stupid, you know, and they, you know, like the older, like probably the older generations, they they don't get it. But these are our modern day poets. Like he's a modern day Shakespeare Mm -hmm. and people, a lot of people don't give him enough credit because he's absolutely brilliant. I'm Mm -hmm. sure he's a genius.
0: I had someone argue with me about Tupac and him. And I was just like, I I can't, like, I would have agreed with you like four or five years ago, but now he made a song called Rap God. He's won the game. So I feel like I have to give him the credit where credit is due. And he's done it. He's done what, you know, that one song probably is one of his best songs I've ever heard. Yeah. So it's, you know, basically him saying that he's the best. And he says i am third fourth place you know he's you know his other alternate uh you know slim shady uh his other names that he uses he says i'm one two and three other stuff like that so it's just like all of his stuff is well put together and i'm like you know yeah. he tries to put them together i remember i saw an interview with him and he was talking about like you know he, he was writing stuff down and he's always like it's just just skimming off and he was like you know you can rhyme with any word he was talking about orange you know they say you can't rhyme with orange he starts making yeah. up words he's like sporange, orange orange morange and he just you know and he's like always he's always coming up with something and then once he releases like you know right now we're in a big drought of eminem that's how i feel because you know every he does an album every five to six years and he once he drops it everyone's just listening and then that's nothing and any rap station that's everything that's going on it's just eminem for a whole year and that's you know you're not really learning about other rappers but him and i just feel like he's he is the best
1: the best yeah i i agree with you totally i mean i get upset when i play at venues where i can't play eminem you know because his stuff is uh you know is a little risque, um but I love him. I love his boldness and his honesty and I love the fact that he incorporates comedy into all of his songs and is just like, you know, F it. Like, F you guys. I'm going to say what I want and he does it in such a brilliant way and and, and such an artful way. So, we will always be a fan of Eminem. Totally. And I can't wait till he drops his next album.
0: I think it's a summer. Hopefully.
1: Oh, oh my god. Oh, Uh, cannot wait.
0: Yeah, it's going to be I know he's going to do a tour again, so I might actually go to one of those. That's, oh, I okay. He's one of the best. I just can't, I can't get over him some, for some reason. I'm always like, ah, oh, there's other good, you know, there's Drake, there's Kendrick Lamar, there's, you know, all these other artists that are up and coming and like, I've heard yeah. their stuff, but then I just like Eminem mm-hmm. and I'm like, you got to just see all of his stuff. And he has so many good songs. Like, yeah, you know, drake has few good songs but then you have he doesn't have like his whole album i wouldn't listen to the whole thing i've yeah. listened to the whole thing because it's like uh i don't know it's like kind of like an art you know it transitions into like different subjects it's very strange i don't know if all artists do that try to make it like a like a, a story and he makes it a story
1: yeah he does it's it's almost like a play it's almost theatrical it's almost like a like meatloaf does it meatloaf from back in the day mm-hmm. but um, it's almost more like a rock opera and so was um queen they were like a rock opera and that's really cool like music doesn't have to be one thing it can be so many different things and i think that um you know we're people are getting more and more creative with technology we're gonna see uh things that are gonna blow our mind um that we never even thought about when it comes to music so i'm I'm excited. I can't wait to see all that
0: and I think it's great that you know artists can be independent. you could just it, you don't need much to start off like no. back then you needed a label you needed you needed some type of management you needed all this other stuff that was difficult and if someone didn't like your stuff, then you wouldn't you would never actually make it. but now you have artists just putting their stuff on like SoundCloud, uh, other other uh, itunes and other stuff so it's like wow you know there's so much content now
1: yeah it's a beautiful thing artists can really be independent and own their own material and uh, whereas before it was like you could only do it through a record label and that you're at the whim and that mercy of that record label and if they want you to be this you got to be that otherwise you're going to lose your record deal and you'll never make it but now it's like you can you know, you can really blow yourself up through social media and that's awesome. Like, and you can just own your own shit and they'll come and get you when you're fully developed. And, and then you, you have a great deal, you know, you have a great thing going, but yeah, it, I definitely think it was so, so much harder before, um, to be, you know, without that technology and things have just changed so much. It's so strange how we don't have CDs and records and none, all these things are obsolete now. And it's just, You can get it for free online or, you know, you can pay a dollar and upload it from iTunes. And so I think that's so cool. I belong to DJ pools um, where DJs share all their different remixes and um, edited versions of songs and clean versions. And it just makes my job so much easier because I can literally DJ anywhere and have all the right music. And that's just it's priceless. It's awesome.
0: And also, I I thought I saw that you you uh, DJ at like events, like a lot of big events. Like, what mm-hmm. what places do you DJ at?
1: Yeah. So every year, um, there's certain events that I DJ at or have been DJing at for probably the past four years because I established myself as fit DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just about maybe three or four years ago, and was like, I want to bring my marry my two brands, which is you know DJing and fitness. I was a fitness model and um, you know doing a lot of stuff, being a spokesperson for different fitness companies, exercise equipment companies, supplement companies, and I was like, well, how can I marry these two passions? Because I don't particularly like being in clubs late at night Mm -hmm. with people that are drunk and smoking. Um, It was fun, you know, when I was 18, but not anymore. So I decided to start DJing at fitness-related events, whether that was classes or whether that was, um, I've DJed for Arnold Schwarzenegger, I've DJed for Muscle and Fitness Magazine, Dancing with the Stars, i DJ at the Arnold every year, which is in Columbus, Ohio, which is the uh, Arnold Sports Festival, the Olympia, which is in Vegas, it's one of the biggest fitness expos, uh, biggest fitness events um, every year, and uh, yeah, so it's cool. I'll do local things, you know, here in um, on the West Side. I live in you know the Santa Monica Venice area, and there's always fitness classes going on that people have me come in and and teach and DJ, and it's yeah, it's really fun. So I love doing it.
0: How is the DJ for Arnold like? Like how? Uh,
1: <laughs> I was nervous, Um, but, you know, I was also really inspired because, I mean, who isn't inspired by Arnold? I mean, that guy, he's almost, he's almost not human, but he is human, and that's what's great about it, because if he can do it, you can do it, and I can do it. Um, He just has this amazing belief in himself, so, yeah, I mean, I just played things that I thought that he would relate to from back in the, day, the '70s and '80s, and you know, songs from Rocky, and um, yeah, it was it was really cool. I was I was really nervous, but I got a picture with him and got to chat with him for a little bit, and he was like a really nice guy, and um, so that was one of my very special moments DJing.
0: So, how was it, like, picking the music? You Were you, like, uh, you know, I gotta do 70s, 80s for him? Or, like, I don't know, any songs he likes? What songs does he like? Like, how, how was that process for yeah, you?
1: kind of. Like, I did, you know, think about the era that he grew up in mm-hmm. and the the time when he was, you know, at the height of his career. And so I definitely incorporated a lot of those songs into my set. And like I said, things from Rocky, because who isn't inspired and motivated by the soundtrack from Rocky. Um, and then, you know, incorporated some, you know, current songs, probably a lot of songs that were, you could hear on the WWE um, and just, you know, made a nice little set for that evening. And it was really fun.
0: Oh, that's, that's amazing. So you also are uh, like, so you're a DJ and a fitness model. And uh, so what, 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 what do you do with fitness exactly? Are you like a personal trainer or are you?
1: I yeah. Well, there's a lot uh, under the umbrella of fitness. I am a certified personal trainer. I teach group fitness. Um, I do fitness modeling. I do exercise videos that I've been hired uh, to do throughout the years. Um, I also have my own show on youtube it's called pimp and iron it's a workout show um, where i share workouts educational tips i share um health tips and nutrition as well my dad is a nutritionist and he owns a health food store so i'm very much um, inspired by him and help with my family business i do you know as much work as i can from the west coast because they are located on the east coast they're uh, about an hour outside of Philadelphia, in a place called Bucks County, and so um, I'll help with like the social media and the marketing and stuff from here. And um, yeah, so it's it's really fun. But that's that's my life is is music and the world of health and fitness and you know sharing that with my clients and giving my clients, um, you know, letting them know that they can have this well balanced lifestyle that it's not as hard as people think it is. You just have to start. You just have to take the initiative.
0: And so how, well you said you did like a show, like YouTube, you, like what What exactly, like are you you're giving tips and advice or is it like uh,
1: what kind of? Yeah, what? you should check it out. It's called Pimp and Iron <laughs> and it's a workout show, yeah. So I do workouts from Gold's Gym and any city that I'm visiting. Like I went to Sundance Film Festival, so I did literally just did a workout from inside Sundance. Like everybody's walking around, everybody's trying to get somewhere, and I'm just I'm working out. I did one when I was in New York City. I went to Tribeca Film Festival and I did one right there. So I also want to share with people that um, you don't need a gym to get fit. Um, you can work out anywhere in the comfort of your own home. You just have to take the time to do it.
0: Uh, so when, when have you start like all this music and stuff and DJing and how, how have you bounced both of those worlds? Cause they are two different things. Like you don't do this and that. And I don't know. I just feel like it's so different from whatever, like I, I've met, you know, IBF models from this to that, but you're more of a, you're more interesting in that you, you do the DJ and then you also do all this other stuff. And, uh. You know, everybody wants to know, like, how how have you come to this? Like, did you decide DJing first and then you were into fitness and then you became a... You just happened upon this or how, how did that happen?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Hold on one second. My computer's about to die, so I have to plug it in. <laughs> one second. Um, yeah, so a lot of people ask me that um, because they're too separate things. A lot of people sometimes don't see the connection between the two. But um, like I said, I grew up with music from, the you know, as as soon as I was born, that's all I can remember is music in my house. So I had this vast musical knowledge. Um, When I was 18 years old, I went to my first club and I saw that uh, there was a DJ and he was a man. And that sort of fired me up like, he's a guy. And then I started researching all these other DJs and they were all guys too. And I was like, there's no female DJs. Like what is going on? And I'm like, I want to be that female voice in the world of DJing in the world of music. And, um, I had no doubt that I could do it just because I had been so well versed in music my whole life and was always so passionate about it. And, it was all I would do. It was all I would listen to was music. As soon as I got out of class, I had my disc or, you know, whatever it was and my iPod. And I was listening to that and jamming out and I loved it. And it just gave me this certain feeling. And it was sort of, um, it sort of was, I always felt like there was a soundtrack playing for my life. Like everything that played out in my life. And there was always a song. Like when I had this boyfriend in, in college, I can remember the song that I would think of when I thought about him. and, you know, so I, I just think that stuff is kind of cool. And then um, with fitness, I discovered fitness when I was 15 years old, and I was not fit growing up at all. I had learning disabilities, and I had really low self-confidence. And um, I particularly didn't like physical activity for whatever reason. I just felt like I wasn't good at it. Um, I didn't understand, like, the rules in sports. I would try in gym class, and I would just always fail, Um, kids wouldn't pick me to be on their team or I was the last picked or not picked at all. And it really sucked. And it it really took a toll on my self-confidence and it made me hate working out and fitness even more because of that. And I was just like, fuck it, I hate sports. I hate these jocks. Like, why are they all so happy and like, you know, whatever. It just pissed me off. And they were so aggressive. And um, (laughs) it was funny because I decided when I was 15 years old, like, you know, I'm going to try this. I'm going to give this sports thing a fair shot. And it was like in gym class and we were asked to run the mile and we're, you know, you're asked to run the mile every year. And normally I would say that I didn't feel good or fake that my foot hurt or something, Something, (laughs) you know, asked my mom not to go into school that day. But for whatever reason that year, I was fed up with feeling sorry for myself and having a pity party. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to run the mile with all my might. And that's exactly what I did. And I did really well. And I blew past all the girls and I blew past all the boys. And my friends were cheering for me at the finish line. And it was the best feeling ever. And um, one of my girlfriends said to me, you did so good. She's like, why don't you join the track team? I was like, yeah. I think I am going to join the track team. And I marched into the track coach's office and I was like, Hey, sign me up. I want to join the track team. And she was like, uh, hold up there. Like, why do you want to join the track team? And I was like, I, I just do like, you know, this is something that I need to do for myself personally. And she's like, well, it's actually not track season right now. And I was all like, Oh, it's not track season. And I started to like walk out of the room and, and then she was like, wait, hold on a minute. She's like, but it is cross-country season. And I go, what's cross-country? And she said, it's long-distance running. And I was like, sign me up. I want to do it because that's even more extreme than I thought. Track is like you could sprint, you know, and be done with it. But with long-distance running, that's a commitment to me. And that's a mental commitment. It was more of a mental thing Um for me than anything is just proving to myself that i could do something that i absolutely hated and i absolutely thought i couldn't do and that became a the theme of my life i i started to take challenges head-on instead of running away from them and anything that scared me i was like "Fuck it i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna prove to myself that i can
0: uh, being last picked is i don't know i I also was like that, you know, where, like, I wasn't picked first. I was always maybe, like, almost last or, like, that one time where I'm like, please don't be last. Please don't be last.
1: Oh, I know. That was me all the time. Mm It was a real blow to your ego. And it's also, like, that's what my peers think of me. Like, that sucks. Like, you know, I need to step my game up. But it was like that for years and years. And I just, I couldn't do anything about it. I didn't believe in myself enough to do anything about it. And also, I was developmentally so far behind because of my learning disabilities like cognitively I just wasn't there so it that's why everything in life for me has happened so much later um even physically I was a late bloomer so I always felt awkward in school I never felt like I looked like my peers um I was always like super short and they were like way taller than me because they were way more developed than me and I had acne in high school and, like, you know, all these things that you go through and you think it's the end of the world and then you graduate from high school and then the real life begins and you you realize that the beauty of it is you have control over your life and you it doesn't matter what other people think. And where are these people now? You know, I don't know. They're not part of my life, so who cares?
0: Yes, that's, that's what I always say because, like, you know, you can, you can just move and no, you'll know nobody in this area. And you'll start a whole new life. You could just move like maybe like 100 miles from where you live and you'll know almost nobody. You might run into someone. So, you know, that's always a a thing that always happens, you know. And I, I have the big issue of like if I go back to, you know, I was born in San Antonio. So anytime I go to San Antonio, I'm like. You know, someone come ups, comes up to me, oh, I went to high school or I went to, I remember you or I, you know, I'm like, I don't know who you are. And it, it's always like that. And I, yeah. And you're like, okay, I can't, I can't, and you know, remembering their names and like, I don't remember who you were. Oh, you picked on me. Always the bully. Remember I ran into my.
1: <laughs> oh, my... you're the bully. Yes, oh, okay. yes, yes. Yeah. I ran...
0: Third grade. Third. I had a third grade bully. Really wasn't nice. I forget his, I don't want to say his name because he's like, you know. What if I run into him again? But in third grade, he put, I think he put gum in my hair. And I was like, so, oh, I was so sad. It was like, you know, I couldn't get it off. I had to cut it. And then, you know, I had like this bald spot and I looked like a a total dweeb. And everyone just made fun of me for like a whole week. So, you know, I ran into him and I was like, I feel like I know you. You're the one who put gum in my hair. (laughs) so it's like, you know, it's, it's strange to watch, you know, someone you... I guess was a bully and then you're like oh okay I don't really care as much anymore yeah. But it's interesting
1: yeah oh I feel for you
0: uh-huh. <laughs> I used to get picked on so much It was so so terrible but oh. then I got to high school and that's when you know it just I got, got so much better and then after high school we had so so much better that's why we always tell some, the, anyone who's in high school it gets way better once you leave
1: yeah it it does it really does and it's good to be an adult and it's it's just nice not to care Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I remember caring about things like I'm like why did I care about that like
1: I know I I feel you I'm totally with you I think everybody goes through that even if they said that they didn't they must have because it's only you know it's only part of being a kid and being human so yeah
0: so well, well I also music was a huge part of that you know i would avoid people on purpose with music you know just like yeah you know just like but that I'll was
1: my... to check out yeah uh-huh.
0: so i was always that awkward kid listening to music or like you know oh, i don't want to talk to you because i don't want to listen to music but then <laughs> once you start talking to people about music because like that's i think once i got to high school that's really when i started talking about it i mean you know i i never really talked about it with anyone else other than video games or something like that like yeah but once i got to high school i I was able to share like oh who you listen to oh this band oh have you heard this band and it just became like this whole community and then you know you know people started making bands together and i was like oh this is so cool and then you know my buddy travis he has his own like he makes his own music and stuff it's pretty interesting it's more I don't know what type of music to call it because it's so different from what I've ever... I've never heard anything like it, so it's like uh, I don't know what type of genre this is. Probably alternative, <laughs> but it's always interesting to watch like all that evolve.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: So, what do you think about like all the music? Like you know, anytime I, I try to show my dad a new song or like you might like this country music or you might like this, he's like, "Oh no, this is, I can't listen to any of that." <laughs> <laughs> My ears don't, I can't, I can't do his voice right now. It's more of a country accent, so or like a deeper. And, and it's yeah. like, he just like, I can't listen to that. What what are you listening to? And I'm like, uh. he's like, I can't listen to that. So I, I always wonder why once you get older, you just can't listen to music that's coming out currently. I'm like, oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it is, I think about that all the time because that was always my experience growing up is, you know, thinking that what I was listening to was the coolest thing in the entire world and thinking that every single person who heard it would be like, yeah, like they'd all be jamming out to it too and like think that it's awesome. And then they'd be like, oh, what is that awful? Stop turning off. What is that? It's noise. That's not music. And I'm like, no, it's Dr. Dre. Like, come on. This is so cool. But yeah, it's so weird how um, generationally um, everybody has a different idea of what they think music is. And because they grew up with that um, they're like stuck in that uh, era and they're like stuck in those ways and like you know oh I only like classic rock because that's the era that I grew up in or like whatever you know age group you are only like 90s alternative music Um, but you know I I wonder if there's something to that like Mm -hmm. that we can't even uh, comprehend like maybe I'd love to talk to like a scientist about it or some sort of an expert about the brain and music. Um, but I definitely think, you know, people get upset when they hear songs that they don't know sometimes like at a club, because I think part of it is like they're not familiar with it and it makes them feel not cool because they don't know what it is. So people definitely like when you play songs that they know and that they know the dance moves to, um, Some people are a little bit more open-minded, but for the most part, you know, people are like sheeps and they just, they kind of flock and they do, they do what other people are doing. And so whatever's popular and, you know, um, so I definitely have an appreciation for people that are like musically open-minded and doing different things within music. And like you said, you have a friend who has, you know, is creating music that you don't even know what the genre is like, that's awesome. I want to hear that shit.
0: Yeah, that's it's always strange cuz I'm like, uh, what is this? What are, you, what are you, like it's him and his brother, so it's like very strange when I listen to it. I'm like, oh, this is I don't know what this is, but I guess it's like some weird indie music or alternative. Yeah. Cuz it has spoken word in it, which I was like, whoa. This is kind of yeah. strange and then, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: It's more of like, I don't know. His lyrics are more like his uh thoughts on things I guess I don't know how it works I I really don't understand what his music is about so it's like me trying to figure out what this is about
1: yeah everybody has like a different interpretation it's just like physical art like paintings and stuff some people you know see it and they think it's beautiful and other people see it and they're like that's not art so everybody that's like the beauty and the fun of it is everybody has a different interpretation and different taste
0: yeah and I always wonder why you know you said open-minded on music a lot of people aren't open-minded like i can't you know if i have to talk to someone about rap it's nothing but rap because they don't want to they don't listen to country they don't listen to this yeah Uh, and i'm like what can't you you, you're limiting yourself with just that one genre there's so much other stuff out there and you know and then you know once i go into classical music like i'm talking about like from like the 15th century to like you know before they were it's like actual sound and stuff you know like you know Bach is also one oh, that I love.
1: Beethoven, Bach, you
0: know, Mozart. Bach, Mozart all those people I'm like you know they know who they are they're like oh yeah, yeah. I know who Mozart is but they've never listened to their 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 their, their innovative kind of For the time, I always tell them, for the time. Imagine back then you were there and someone was playing this and you're like, wow, I've never heard anything like this. Yeah. Now it's like nobody listens to that. Like I've not met anyone who listens to Bach unless they're like a classical music teacher or something like that. And it's always interesting to watch and listen to that type of music and see how it's changed because it's evolved. And I think over the past century, I feel like, music has changed way faster than ever before with technology and everything
1: yeah yeah i i agree i agree with you i actually love classic music my mother used to play it growing up for for us and she had a store um a home accessory store and she would play that in the store and it was like this you know gave it this beautiful atmosphere but um i love bach and mozart and Beethoven and all that classical music it is so beautiful and sometimes when I'm just like I'm sick of hearing rap and pop and you know classic rock and all this stuff it's like I just want to listen to that like that's amazing for me and I've heard that it does a lot for you cognitively and they even say that it can increase your test scores um they've done studies like of people listening to it before they took the SATs and supposedly it increased their test scores so who knows but music definitely is stimulating so
0: and there's so much you know headphones wireless headphones coming out it's like everything's really changing and, yeah you know uh, i feel like headphones are like such a big deal like you get an experience with such different sounds and stuff you know like yeah i'm like if you listen on this headphone it, you'll get a deeper bass or a deeper this and if you listen on these headphones you'll get that you know that that treble that you know Something else that you would like. And it just all depends on your tastes and preferences.
1: Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out. So I'm excited to see it all uh, unravel and hopefully test it all. And if anybody wants to send me free headphones, that'd be great because I feel like I'm always having issues with headphones.
0: Yeah, I don't know why what, what that is. Maybe it's just like a manufacturing issue, but I feel like headphones just go off every, you know, Year or so, and sometimes you're like, you're like, what? These aren't as good as I remember. And then the new ones come out, and you're like, oh, I gotta get those. Yeah,
1: gotta, yeah.
0: you know, can someone just send me those in the mail, or, you know, you know, sponsor me, do this, you know? It's just yeah, like, right. <laughs> just give me those headphones, like yeah. You know, I feel like you know, there's, and I always tell people like, there's all these different headphones, you know. I uh, a lot of people like Beats. I think Beats is the biggest headphones, like the. Uh, the brand itself is the biggest but i always like tell people like there's so many like the ones i'm wearing v Modas, some of the best headphones i've ever heard oh are those
1: brands. are amazing yeah especially for djing they are sick
0: so you have like this brand and that brand and there's all this cool stuff coming out and i saw some that looked like i don't know it just made it look like it looks so strange it's like what is this and it has like open ears on the back and then because some people like you know i like closed-ended some people like the you know like keeping the ear out so they can yeah. hear the crowd or hear other stuff but i always feel like that's like i'm not entrenched in it so it's like oh that doesn't sound right so everybody has their preferences with that so it's interesting yeah
1: yeah i agree i uh i love beads. you'll see me rocking them all the time just because i love the look of them and i love the color um but i've i've had a lot of issues with them and they always get caught up and raveled in my hair so like I'll have them on you are rocking out and then somebody will come over to me and you know ask me a question and I'll have to take them off and then all of a sudden as soon as I go to take it off it gets stuck and wound up in my hair and then whoever that person is is like oh my god let me help you so I'm like it's like a perfect stranger and they're like helping me and probably looks so weird like <laughs> everyone's probably looking at us like what is going on but that's my experience with beats um unfortunately as much as I love them and I love how they look but that's sucks i hate i don't want to lose any more hair (laughs) it's not cool
0: yeah that's why i like those i've seen those wireless ones that are really really well done and they're like like these they have a new version i'm like wow i i don't know if i need that but it looks great and it's all wireless and it has like 30 hours of battery life so it's like you know you can listen to music and not have to charge it all the time so it's like you know shifting it back and forth so i think that's where we're going to go to with music is like everyone's going to have wireless headphones and that's going to be like the big thing in music and then you can have you know digital everything's going to be digital eventually but
1: yeah it's it's a matter of time yes absolutely
0: yeah well I, I love all types of music and I think anyone everyone should try to listen to everything at least try it you know yeah. if you're not into certain type just you know try, try some of this try some of that and a lot of people, you know, want to make their own music. So it's like, okay, like, you know, and they feel like they're copying someone. Like I had my, my buddy, he always thought he always talked about that, that he was, he felt like he was copying other people. Like he just didn't, he wasn't comfortable with, you know, writing his own stuff because it was like, oh, I feel like I'm getting some lyrics from something else or from something I heard. And he's like, that's always an issue. And he's like, I, uh, you know, you just got to trust yourself. He said which I think was interesting.
1: Yeah, it's inevitable. I mean, everybody copies everybody. (laughs) If you look back at history, and, you know, there's so many songs that I I will mash up together that are similar, and one's from, you know, the 90s, and one is from the 80s, but, like, they're clearly, they have to be, you know, the one has to be inspired by the other, or, you know, maybe it was subconsciously, but, I mean, this kind of stuff happens all the time, but you can't let it hold you back from... From making something that's awesome, but uh, yeah, I mean, music just it moves me. Like, without like, I have my podcast. It's called Fit DJ's Flex Factory. It's on iTunes, where I share free, um, free workout mixes with people, and for me, it's always enhanced my workouts. I will, you know, every once in a while work out without music and it's just not the same. Like I push myself so much harder when I have a great mix of music on or when, you know, I have my favorite song on or it's Metallica or whatever. And sometimes the genre is strange. Like sometimes heavy metal, like heavy metal always fires me up at the gym, but You know, sometimes I like to work out to, you know, strictly like a pop, you know, Britney Spears and NSYNC and, you know, old school like pop music from the 90s, whatever it is. But um, as long as I'm moving and grooving, like I can move and groove at the gym and just go so much harder and faster and better than I would if I didn't have my music.
0: Do you feel like you're like you have to have music or is it like, you know, you just don't like the feeling of not having it?
1: I could, I can work out without it. And like actually today I worked out without it because I forgot my headphones. And when I ran cross country in high school, we weren't allowed to bring, you know, music with us, have like a headset on or anything. So I, you know, ran miles and miles without music. So I have it in me. I know that I can do it, but it's just something that it's like a pre-workout, you know, everybody Mm -hmm. drinks their pre-workout before they work out. I don't personally do that, but, um, music is sort of like my pre-workout is what what I say. And, you know, there, there'll be certain lyrics and you'll feel like the artist is talking to you. And, and you run
0: faster and it's like... Yeah,
1: they, you run faster. So who doesn't want to enhance their workout?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I, I always like, you know, it, I think it's good to switch back and forth. I don't, I don't know if scientists or anyone has ever done, like, actual studies on whether it improves running or anything like that, any workout mm-hmm. regimens. But I feel like, you know, it gives you that you know kind of like momentum and you don't have to because you got to go you, you know it's hard to not like when you listen to music all the time and you're running especially running you feel that you have to keep 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 the, the soundtrack going keep it going keep it going yeah. and once you it ends you're like oh, okay oh that was great and then but if you do it without music you feel like well this is my personal experience i feel that like you know yeah you just don't have what you need to run as fast as you would or you don't have that motivation as much you're just kind of mindlessly going which is good because you got that white noise of wind or sound or something yeah but i always feel like oh
1: yeah, it's. I think that um, that can be a little bit more of like a zen-like experience when you don't have any music going because it is just you and your thoughts, or you know, mother nature and the wind, and like you can really get in the zone that way. And I, I think that's awesome. Like, I did yoga last night. I think they did have a little bit of background music, but I, it was inconsequential to me. Like, I didn't even really hear it. So, um, and that you're you're really you know going within yourself and it's a it's a beautiful thing so i just i love movement with music or with no music i think it's good to switch it up but um you know it does make me look forward to my workout when i know i'm gonna have a great mix so
0: oh so do you like plan what you can listen to before you actually listen to it or do you just kind of shuffle and figure it out or like how's that go for you
1: i mean you know i'm busy so like for the most part it's like I'll just try to update my iPod. I use like a little iPod shuffle so it doesn't get in the way that little tiny square. And I'll just kind of, you know, maybe every two weeks um, switch out the songs and just shuffle it up. And it's whatever's, you know, some of them are my mixes. Some of them are mixes from other DJ friends and some of them are just random songs that I absolutely love that I know will inspire me to work out. So, um, but I do like being surprised. Like I like plugging in my iPod and just sort of like, letting iTunes do its thing and pick out the music for me.
0: Okay, well, it was great having you on. Um, yeah,
1: it was great I, being on. Thank you for having me, Brandon. All
0: right, well, I would love to talk more about music, but I gotta, uh, I have to go and uh, it was really nice talking to you. It was interesting, very interesting.
1: Yeah, it was nice talking to you too. You asked great questions.
0: Right, well, you have a nice, I guess, night or day? <laughs>
1: yeah, still okay. day. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. You too. Have a great night. All right.
0: Bye.
1: Bye.